What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode three of the Kind of Funny X-Cast, your official weekly podcast all about Xbox here at Kind of Funny. I'm one of your hosts, Snowbike Mike, and today I am joined by the incredible, the semi-pro Gears of War player, Alana Pierce. Alana, how are you doing today? It was a long time ago. You can't give me too much credit for that, okay? It was, I maybe overstated it. I just, we made a little bit of money, but I'm doing good. Thank you. <laughs> I love that, Alana. You know, I got to hype you up at any chance I get. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. But you and the audience are probably saying to yourself, Snowbike Mike, who is this handsome young lad over here on the screen? Where is Gary? How did Widow? Gary get his hair back? <laughs> well, it's simple. I sent Gary on a vacation. He's enjoying his time over in Animal Crossing, just kind of doing Gary <laughs> Widow things. But today we are joined by a very special guest, somebody that's near and dear to my heart. And I know so many other Xbox fans' hearts. The cruise director of Xbox Live, <laughs> the voice and the face of Xbox, Larry Herb, aka Major Nelson, gracing the podcast. Larry, what's going on? Welcome in. How are you? Wow, what a, what an intro. I don't know if I can live up to that. I mean, it's um it's it's great. It's great to be here. I am so thrilled to to join you guys. I'm so glad. That we finally have an Xbox podcast over here. I mean, this is this is tremendous. And two great hosts. Gary, you don't count. You're not here. <laughs> Terrible anyway. Terrible. Oh, that's so kind of you to say that. Now, Larry, <laughs> you've been having a kind of funny weekend. Let's just start off the show with yeah. how's that been? You and Greg have been tag teaming together with We Have Cool Friends and yep. Games Daily. How was that experience? It was great. I mean, it, it didn't suck. So I guess I'm I'm back, right? I keep showing back up, so it wasn't that bad. <laughs> No, but it was it was a lot of fun. I mean, I really enjoyed the uh, we have cool friends. I told a lot of stories that I don't think I've ever told in public before. And that was a lot of fun. And then we did, uh, you know, we talked about the news on Friday. So it was fun doing that. And then here we are. All things Xbox. Let's do it. Awesome, Gary. Well, I love to kick off the show. Larry, with I'm everybody. Larry. Gary's Larry. Larry. Gary. Rhyme. It's oh, true. No. That's going to oh, catch no. you a bunch. <laughs> My first impression is going to be bad now, Alana. <laughs> but I love to kick off the show with a fun icebreaker, get everybody talking and involved. And who better to kick off some fun times talking about Xbox with you, Major Nelson? So yeah. here's your icebreaker question for the week. If you could greenlight any IP from the past, which would it be? We have a big nostalgia kick going on. Gary Witta brought up Crimson Skies last week. We saw Fable. We've seen Battletoads. What do you want to see come back, Larry? So I got to be careful here because anything I say, this is not an indicator. I'm not breaking any news. You know, I'm not confirming anything. Um, you're you're catching me a little bit off guard, so I got to get all that off there out of the way um, first. Um, I mean, Gary, you know, Gary, as you said, Gary mentioned Crimson Skies. Uh, you know, that was always a, a classic. God, boy, I'm trying to figure out which which Xbox. Okay. I'm so I mean, mine are yeah perfect help me out here Alana help me Banjo Kazooie I would love to see any banjo but okay. also like I feel like I have this recurring thing that I keep bringing up brute force all the time right you brute know what force, here, here, bring it back. here's what I'm gonna say I'm gonna say and, and we delivered on it last week fable okay yeah, so I mean, that's 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 one. Had we had we had this chat a week ago, I I couldn't have said it, but now I can say it. Fable. <laughs> it's a very All safe right. answer, but can I ask related to Fable? Uh, for anyone who missed maybe this discussion, can you confirm it is not an MMO? I believe they've come out and said that. I mean, I haven't seen any part of the production, but I believe they came out and they've already confirmed that. They did. They did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Double checking them. Uh, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that poll right there. I'm going to go with Amped. I'm going to continue to beat the drum 
for a fun snowboarding game that's a little over the top, also a little grounded. I'm yep, a huge yep. fan of Amped, living up here in beautiful Lake Tahoe. I work at a ski resort, and I live and breathe snowboarding and skiing, and of course, also snow biking for many of you that know that. But there's something special about being out on the open terrain of the mountains, seeing people smile, learning skiing and snowboarding, and I love that feeling, that joy I get coming into the Xbox world, especially with Amped. That's a little over the top, very fun, and has some shenanigans like the sled riding. I'm a big fan of Amp, so I'll continue to push that one for this week. Mike, as someone who is, oh, sorry, uh, as someone who is so into snow sports that you literally changed your first name to Snowbike, last name to Mike. Uh, <laughs> how is it? I've always wanted to ask someone who's like very involved in a sport. What is it like playing a video game version of the sports that you experience in real life? Uh, Oh, I think it's the coolest. I think it's something similar to sports games. If you're very into sports and you love those certain titles, I think this is something where I can be on the mountain for eight hours a day, treading around the slopes with my friends. And the moment we get home, we're excited to turn on a Sean White snowboarding, a Mark McMorris Infinite Air and see those type of games. And of course, go wild with an SSX Tricky. So for me personally, I think it's truly a joy to have something I love in the real world, come over to the video game world and i can play that all the time i absolutely love and adore that idea there you go more well there's some uh, there's some icebreaker questions for you let's jump in quickly to the housekeeping news of course this is the kind of funny x cast each and every saturday we post at 6 a.m pacific time on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and podcast services around the globe we're a brand new show so we need your support please subscribe to youtube.com slash kind of funny games like the video and share it with all of your friends. We're also on podcast services, so please subscribe and leave reviews. Let's make this the most popular show on Kind of Funny so we can go for another six years. Also, the fight has finally begun, and he's in the middle of it. That's right. The Kind of Funny CEO, Greg Miller, has finally started his fight through Halo Combat Evolve. Tune in next Thursday, August 6th, to keep watching live on on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, or you can catch the VOD later on youtube.com Slash kind of funny games. Finally, enjoying it? I'm very he, excited for him. Uh, he also didn't know the name of the Warthog, so I'm going to put that on Greg of like, come on, Greg. Warthog, iconic vehicle. You got to no, know Warthog. that by now. Okay, it's fine. And it's to fine. be clear, we were talking about it uh, when I was on the uh, when I was on the news show. And he, he, I think it's Snowbike. I think you set him up with, a, I asked him what, what uh, <laughs> control scheme he was using. Yes. And he did, he did, he, you know, I, I using green thumb because that's what I use. And he's like, well, he didn't know what that was. I mean, <laughs> Claims he ultimately did, but he was. I caught him. I caught him right there. Larry, I want you to know I, I cheered. Be I cheered beyond the screen as I watched you put it on him. So good job on that one. For sure. Of course, to round out our housekeeping news, this is Major Nelson's last stop on his kind of funny weekend tour. But don't forget about his other appearances. His we have cool friends episode is now on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny, and his kind of funny games daily from Friday is now on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny games. Catch both by plugging in kind of funny into the podcast services of your choice. Major Nelson, let me tell you what, as a fan and a best friend and also one of the team members, you absolutely crushed it on your kind of funny tour. And I hope to keep that energy right now for the kind of funny X cast. Well, it's up to you guys. You really screw this up. It's up to you, my friend. That's usually (laughs) what Mike does, but don't worry about it. We're going to have a great conversation because of course we do have Larry Herb here, AKA major Nelson. And what's better than talking Xbox with one, of the incredible team members from Xbox. So, Larry, we talked about the past. Let's keep it on the past right now. Yeah, Let's yeah. talk about the Xbox Game Showcase, right? This is part of the Xbox 
2020 initiative. We're right here in the thick of summer. Normally, it would be an E3 show. What were your thoughts coming out of the Xbox Game Showcase now that we've let it sit for about a week? Well, I, I mean, I got to say, I was really excited with what the team did. And, you know, we've we've been talking about it quite a bit. And I'm just excited that we were able to show some great stuff. We showed some great games, some great experiences. I mean, let's talk about the fact for a second. I mean, a lot of people kind of breeze by this because it wasn't there wasn't a flashy demo or a trailer for this. But when Phil was standing there and he said right at the top of the show, everything you see coming to Game Pass. I mean, that's like, what? I mean, so this was, that was, right, exactly. People, people, some people missed it, and some people were like, wait, what did he say? Uh, so to me, that was great. So it was great to, to just kind of say, hey, Game Pass members, Game Pass is huge. It continues to be a juggernaut. Um, so, you know, as we went through, we opened the show with Halo, and Alana, I know that a lot of folks were pointing at your video because you were talking about your, you know, your experience and watching that and what it was, and the team, the the team at three four three came out and had some comments around that, so you can go read what they've said about that. Uh, but you know, it just showed the the great depth and breadth of games that we have, uh, and you know, we have and have coming to Xbox. There's so much going on, and it's it's uh, it's I'm I'm just so excited about it, and I we have a lot more to show. Have you played Halo? Have I played that one? Yeah, Aaron said he played Infinite. No, so I was curious and, you had to. No, no, I haven't, and here's why. Um, and I, I mentioned this on one of the earlier shows. I'm I'm famously a Halo fanboy, mm-hmm. um, and so I when I would go to meetings when Bungie was with us and they were working on Halo and now 343. When I go over there for meetings, I would walk in with blinders on. I remember I made a mistake once. I think it was Halo 2, where I walked in, sat down at a conference room table waiting for the meeting to begin. It was over there at um, when they were working on Halo 2. And I kind of look. I was looking up at the wall. There's a whiteboard, and I'm like, "Oh God, that's the story." <laughs> and I was so upset because I it was essentially I just I spoiled it for myself. Mm-hmm. And so to the, to, ever since that point, I have been very careful about being exposed. And you know, I I it's a work in progress um, right now. And, and I know Aaron said he played it. But I want to I want to play it when it's released and it's it's ready to go. So I'm I'm happy to wait. I'm absolutely happy to wait. That's, That's awesome to hear. No doubt about yeah. that. And as a big Halo fan, I mean, you heard me, Alana, and Gary break it down on the last X cast and how excited we were. What were some of your thoughts and impressions seeing that open world, something new to the Halo universe that we've never seen before in this kind of campaign style? Yeah, that was, I mean, that was just a great to see in terms of like, I, wait a minute, I can go anywhere. And you saw during that, during that uh, gameplay demo that, you know, they kind of looked over and looked around the ring and you can kind of see what was going on. And I'm, I'm excited to be able to kind of explore the world. We've always wanted to explore the world. I mean, I've, I play, um, um, uh, was attack on the control room. I play that level like all the time because I just love exploring it and grabbing the banshee and flying through it and and kind of doing doing it in so many different ways. And I so I love going back and kind of randomly picking a mission and a level. Let's just play it and explore and see those what all this care that has been put into this some of these great games. Play through Halo Combat Evolved at least once a year. I play it annually. I make sure I play right. through that game, and it's probably actually the only one that I do that with. Um, and I'm similar, and I said this on the episode last week, uh, with Silent Cartographer. Mm-hmm. I, I just love that level, and I love the exploration in that level, and I felt like the Halo Infinite demo, like, some of the aesthetics reminded me of the Silent right. Cartographer specifically, so I have always said that I'm very into that. But to throw you a tough question here, Major Nelson, 
Yes. Uh, what do you feel about uh, about all of the the criticisms of how it looks graphically? Well, I you know I think it's and I can't you know I can't speak for three four three because that's that's their job to to kind of talk about that and I I'm you know I work on the platform side. I, I'm excited to go with their vision. I mean, they've done some great things with Halo, and they want to learn from the community and team up with the community. And they've they've come out and talked about what their vision is in terms of, hey, this is what we're doing, and this is the look we're going after. So let's do it. Let's have some fun. I mean, we talked about it um, on the earlier shows that I was on with Greg. Is you know, this generation is very different in terms of what it means. It's it's certainly there's going to be graphical leaps. But there's going to be all sorts of other leaps that have never been possible before. These tremendous read-write speeds, these amazing, um, you know, ray tracing technology that we're going to be bringing in. So, so it's going to be great to see what Halo does with the areas that they want to focus on. That's cool. Good answer. I have one. Uh, some breaking news. I know that Major Nelson and Greg talked about it earlier on Kind of Funny Games Daily, but now it has been confirmed. The Halo Twitter account, Larry, came out and said Halo is for everyone. We can confirm Halo Infinite multiplayer will be free to play and will support 120 frames per second on Xbox Series X. More details to be shared later. Now, Major Nelson and Alana, I'll throw this up to both of you. This brings a big smile to my face, thinking about what the possibilities of Halo multiplayer free to play can mean. So, Larry, we'll throw it over to you. What does this mean for the development team? What does this mean for the Xbox ecosystem? What does this mean in general with Halo multiplayer? being free to play kind of separate from the campaign. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna be able to give you any details because oh, this, this is, I, there's nothing I can say. They've said it all and I'm sure they'll share more details when they're ready to talk about it. For Alana, me, for you? One, uh, sucks because Inside Gaming reported, recorded a podcast yesterday about what we think uh, Halo Infinite will be like uh, multiplayer wise. Um, just a bummer that that goes up today uh, <laughs> after the news is dropped. Uh, every time working in games media, it's like, by a day, damn it. Um, but no, I mean, this excites me. Uh, so I'm I'm a huge Halo fan. I've never been quiet about that, but I was mostly involved. Actually, I just play a lot of Reach, a lot of Reach online. But I mean, I started with Halo 2 multiplayer and then played a ton of 3, um, love Firefight, uh, ODST, and, and a ton of Reach and played less of 4 and 5. And for me, this, like, as a Halo fan, especially the original Halos, this feels like a return to the thing that I love. This feels like, oh yes, I might actually be able to get all of my friends to play this game with me multiplayer uh, when you know so many people now are playing Call of Duty and I'm so bad at it. You're going to have to teach me one of these days, Mike. I'm so bad at Call of Duty, always have been. And I think it's because I started out on Halo, actually, which is slower. I just can't transfer those skills. So I'm just like very, very, very excited about the idea that every single PC gamer I know is, is there's no question, they're all going to play Halo when it comes out and I'm, I'm like, hell yeah, this is, this is what I have wanted since Halo 2 is to just keep living on that high of Friday night Halo with friends. And I can't wait. I'm really excited. I think this is a great move. Um, would like to know about that battle Royale that yes. maybe will happen potentially. Maybe Alana, you know how to get me energized. And first off, of course, I'll drop any time into the war zone with you. I think even major so Nelson might be able to do that with us one time, sure, let's do it. Terrible. but I'm pretty excited about the idea and the thought of, what this could be, right? We kind of touched on it in the first episode of the Kind of Funny X cast of if Halo ever was to do a free-to-play multiplayer, would they link it up with the Master Chief collection and just have rotating different game modes and maps in that giant catalog that they have? What does free-to-play mean to everybody out there, right? I think this, for me, is the first ever true multiplayer experience that I've ever seen go free-to-play. We saw Warzone, 
We've seen battle royales of Apex and Fortnite, but I don't think I've ever seen a multiplayer whole catalog and whole game come out that's free to play. So I think this is really exciting for me in my eyes of like, wow, Halo, one of the biggest first-person shooters ever, is going to put out their multiplayer, whatever that may be, free to play for all. That's super exciting. And it, it's it a really, huge deal. Yeah. The only parallel I can really think of, I'm sure there are other, are other examples, is obviously that Fortnite saved the world mode is the one that you pay for, and then the Battle Royale mode went free to play. Um, the phrase free to play does always concern me where monetization is concerned. Does this mean it's going to have a lot of microtransactions? What does it mean for that side of Halo? So I, I always have to be like, okay, well, if it's free, then I have questions about how you are going to monetize it because you're going to monetize it. Um, so I'm, I'm curious about that, but... It definitely worked for Fortnite in that they're technically their campaign mode, um, which still is a weird way to describe it, but you get what I mean, um, was the one that you bought. And then the multiplayer is what really, really took off. And yeah, I, there's no question. It's going to work super well for Halo. It's super be exciting. Well, let's keep yeah. this conversation going. Let's get Major Nelson involved because I do have a question for him regarding the showcases and really regarding the Xbox 2020 initiative. And I think this will flow well into some thoughts for you, Alana. But Major Nelson, as we take a look at everything that was shown there, like, do how involved are you in that process of picking games? Is it Xbox that chooses which studio and what games will be shown? Is it the studio that raises their hand and says, hey, Xbox team, we're ready to go? As, of course, we'll allude to with Battletoads after this conversation. But who chooses that and how involved are you? Uh, the answer is yes to all of the above, and you know it depends when the asset's ready, what is want. The the person who ultimately chooses it is Phil. Phil looks at wow. the flow of the game, the flow of the show, and decides how things are fitting together and what what the narrative is and what things look good and so on and so forth. So you know, there's not you know, Phil is certainly at the end of the day the boss, uh, but there's so many people, myself included, I I could not even begin to tell you how many people are involved and getting the assets, putting the show together, making sure that it feels good and it feels tight and it just makes sense. Um, I mean, you have to remember, we showed 10 world premieres on that show last week, if you think about it. Um, and so we've got that. We showed 22, I think the 22 launch exclusives is what we had. And then we had um, nine, nine of our Xbox studios showed, uh, showed something. So just some of the stuff they're working on. So there was just a lot of stuff going on there. There was games, games, and more games. Again, all coming to Game Pass. Which I, I still keep saying is crazy. Uh, right. crazy. I made this terrible video in my pajamas where I swore a lot. And then Phil was like, great video. And I was like, oh, why do you have to watch? I don't know. It's not good, Phil. <laughs> I didn't feel good about it. But Game Pass is, is crazy. And I, I just keep feeling like it's not. We, we've spoken about it on this show. Gary's a big fan, obviously, as well. Um, it's something that people just don't realize how incredible it is that every single one of those games, uh, I don't you, have if, to buy. You're a subscriber. You already own it. It's going to show up and you can just click download <laughs> and done. Right. Yeah. So. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. This, this is, uh, something that the games industry generally does not do. Um, but does it, does it concern you at all that, like I said on the podcast last week, I'm never going to buy a first party, uh, Xbox game ever again. I'm not. Why would I? Uh, do, is well, that a concern at all, or, or being that I'm a Game Pass subscriber, does that ultimately? That I mean, that you're, you, you, but, but Alana, you are because as a Game Pass subscriber, you are buying it in a, in a kind of a meta sense, just right? a different way. Yeah, you're just it's exactly you're just buying it in a different way. I mean, we we know that. We, I talked a little bit earlier about the generational change and things that are happening and whatnot. But you know, the other part that's part of this generation is that 
we've got this Game Pass thing, this juggernaut, this Game Pass is something that millions of people subscribe to. And then on top of that, as we've announced, part of it is, you know, xCloud. So now you're going to have this collection of games that you can play on your mobile device or wherever you are. Um, so you're not just shackled to your big TV in your in your gaming room. You can play wherever you are and, and do a pickup game of whatever you'd like. So, you, you know, you can play that silent cartographer once a year, wherever you are. Or maybe you can do it twice a year now. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, when we look at Game Pass as part of the 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 the. The um, kind of the the constellation of things we have to offer. We have a console, we have a service, we have XCloud. You know, we have all these great games. So there's there's just a, there's a broad story. It's not just buy this plastic, buy this plastic to insert in this plastic to play. It's very it's a little bit different. I think it's just taking people a little while to adjust to because it is so different to. Yeah. Even the that launch conference, the Don Matrick TV conference, as people call it, of the the Xbox One. This is such a different strategy yeah. uh, that it's taking people a little while to figure out what it actually means. And where XCloud is concerned, are you guys um, paying any attention to what Stadia is doing and some of the criticisms that Stadia has gotten for for their platform, or is it something that you're doing very much independently? Because I know XCloud's been in the works for a long time too. Well, I mean, we, you know, we look at everybody, and Phil has said before, he's like, yeah, Sony is a competitor, but, you know, some of the other competitors worry about it is something like a Google, because they're... And Amazon. Look at, yeah, and, and Amazon, sure. Um, so Phil has said this, so I'm not, I'm not saying it, and there's no news here. But, um, but you know, we certainly look at what they do. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Stadia subscriber. I have my controller in the other room, because I got to check it out and see what's going on. Yeah. And they've, yeah, they've, so they, they've, they've done some interesting work over there. Sure, we're keeping an eye on what, whatever's going on. I mean, Phil has said this time and time again, and the whole, the whole organization is like, hey, gamers at the center, give, put the gamers at the center and build all the things they want to rent, where they want a console, they want a bunch of great games, they want a game wherever they are, they want to have, you know, a great, uh, you know, series, series two controller, whatever they want, let's make sure we, we have options for them. You have the yours props. too? Yes. It isn't ah. series two though. My series two is on my home unit. But okay, <laughs> got it. The best controller. <laughs> Yeah. Sticking with that, I have a great question coming in from our best friend, Community Washburn135. He says, Major Nelson, looking at Game Pass and xCloud and the future of Xbox, is this a culmination of the all-in-one philosophy that the Xbox One launched with, or is this a pivot of Microsoft slash Xbox parts to make your content more accessible? You know, we started off the Xbox One generation with the term all-in-one box. Yep. Now, we've kind of pivoted away from that, but... When you bring up xCloud, you bring up Game Pass, you bring up the Series X and Xbox One, is this still kind of holding true to that all-in-one kind of formula? I, I think it's 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 not an either-or, it's an and. You know, that happened, and we're, we're going where the market is taking us, and we're frankly where, where gamers and customers are taking us. That's where they want to go. We want to be wherever wherever gamers are. So it's not like um, we're, we're, it's a it's a complete pivot. It's like, hey, let's try something new and give gamers what they want, and that's that's what we're trying to do. Definitely giving us what we want. Then, so let's stick with <laughs> let's stick with Project X Cloud. Phil talked about it. Looking towards August, we're going to stick with the Initiative 2020 plan here. We have another August showcase, maybe a blog post. We don't quite know until nope. you tell us, Major Nelson. But what can we look forward to this August? Can you share any details on how we will mass market xCloud to the masses and to parents around the globe and say, hey, this could be the next generation for you and your kids with Game Pass, with xCloud, trying to get away from buying every single game, buying all the consoles that you might not need at this moment? 
Yeah, I mean, we 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 had a we had a uh, a real lovely showcase last month with throwing some games off. We haven't announced any dates or anything coming up for for August or September, October. We haven't announced anything. We're really just looking at what we're doing and making sure that we're making the right decisions and we have things to announce at the right time. You know, we always always have to remember as we sit here in our respective houses and as everybody watches us. I mean, we're we're in the middle of a pandemic. And that has, you know, impacted businesses in a variety of ways in different businesses. So we're making sure that we can, that that studios are still able to deliver assets and do what they do. I mean, that show last week was produced entirely remotely, which is, uh, you know, you guys, you know, it's, 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 it's not something that's easily done. When you take a last year, 12, 13 months ago, we did a massive E3 stage presence and, you know, Keanu Reeves and everything going on there. And now, you know, a year later, things are very different. So we're 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 just proceeding very carefully and slowly and making sure that we make the right decisions on behalf of our gamers and keeping them at the center. Okay. I do actually feel like Xbox is very adaptive where these things are concerned. Um, yeah. In a way that I appreciate, like even the Halo Infinite thing this morning, I saw it sort of leaked yesterday and I can see it being a thing where I don't, I don't know if that was a planned announcement for this morning or anything, but Xbox is very good or Microsoft as a whole is very good about uh reacting to what people are talking about and staying plugged into that and i definitely appreciate that for sure and yeah i think xcloud is i i feel like i have more faith in microsoft to um deliver on that in a way as someone who is is very interested in streaming as a platform like like you i have stadia and it works for me um i always want to mention you know but you don't want to buy your games again exactly that's my problem 100 yes that is right yeah and they're always old games too like the most recent showcase was Sekiro, and I was like, "Well, I already own Sekiro, so what am I going to yeah. do with more Sekiro?" Um, no, I'm super interested to see how how XCloud pans out. Um, you know, just going to throw you a casual question: uh, How much sure. is the Xbox Series X going to cost? Oh, uh, that's oh, an man. excellent question. I believe how it's much? going. It's going. Hmm. Oh yeah, we haven't announced that yet, have we? Damn it! <laughs> one day I'll get one of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we haven't announced that, and um, I frankly I don't know when we're going to announce it, um, but. You'll you'll certainly be one of the first to know. Good to know. I'll take it. Here's a fun one for you, Major Nelson. I know Alana's yeah. excited for this. I guess I have a bone to pick with the Phil Spencer. Then why did we not show Battletoads at the Xbox Game Showcase only a week later to now show a trailer and a date of August twentieth? What's up with that, Major Nelson? Why didn't Hold we on, give I, any love to Battletoads? I, I'm texting him right now to <laughs> let, let him know. know. Like Mike is not happy. Um, <laughs> You know, I, that's 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 an excellent question. Um, I believe that 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 uh, that is a good question for Rare. I don't know what their timing was. Um, you know, they've got that's a game that's coming out much sooner. And when we looked at we looked at the showcase, the showcase was games that are coming out this holiday and a little bit beyond. So it's kind of it was kind of out of the scope of what Battletoads would be included in. Okay. It's not technically. Oh, I just got a notification that Joel Bad Boy BR and ninety seven other people are following me on Xbox. Um, yeah, I guess that the conference was more focused on Xbox Series X yeah. games. Is that correct? Yeah. That's so Battletoads yeah. is just kind of like a fun summer treat, sort of. Yeah. Why not? And Alana, you're pumped up for Battletoads, right? I mean, yeah. you've been preaching it from the rooftop to me. <laughs> so I played it at uh, E3. I was really curious because, like, Battletoads is something that's like so specific to the era that it came out in, like the design, that it could have been dated, but I loved it. Uh, it I think I said last week that I had to have um, uh, Craig from 
Xbox actually pull me away from the game because they were like, Alana, we're closing the Microsoft Theater. You have to get out. Yeah, Craig, the head of Rare, Craig Duncan. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Did, did I not say that? Did I screw that up? No, you know, you got it. No, you did, you said yes, Craig. Craig Duncan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great guy. Had to stop me from playing the game. Um because yeah, I just didn't want to stop. It's really hard. Really hard. Uh and I love that about it in a in a cuphead satisfying kind of way, where maybe yeah, not as hard as cuphead, very, but it's, it's it's very unforgiving. I mean, it's been a lot yep. it's been twenty-six years since we've had that level of difficulty almost, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's super tough, but I love that about it. Uh really like the art style, animations are really cute. This is definitely um also really cool co-op. Uh, yep. Something that I'm I'm gonna play the hell out of the day it launches for sure. Like no uh, which is day one, which is August twentieth. And Alana, guess what? What? You already own it because it's in Game Pass. <laughs> Continue <Come on>. winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's it's definitely a certain a very particular style of game, largely two D, but there are a side scroller. But then there are segments that aren't that are also really tough. But yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for Battletoads. It's a blast. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited as well, too. I'm not much of a sky, side-scrolling beat-em-up guy, but thanks to the power of Game Pass, I can jump into games and check them out. I mean, I just played Streets of Rage 4 and absolutely loved it. And now <laughs> to see the art style, the nostalgia kick in with Battletoads, I'm really excited to jump into that and have some fun with my friends. I mean, like Major Nelson just said, Game Pass is all about it. And we might as well stick with Game Pass because we just had a big celebration here. Over a million players checking out Grounded Within the first couple of days, with two Major days, Nelson, Alana, I know you two have gotten your hands on it. Tell me all about it, Major Nelson. Get me hyped up. Uh, you just look. You got to check this out. It's in. It's in game preview. It's also on Steam Early Access. And this game, you know, you're, you're Alana. You played it. You're shrunk down to a little little bitty person in the backyard, and it's it's a it's a familiar yet challenging world. I mean, you're never going to look at spiders the same way again, right? It's, boring. it's terrifying. It is. It is, uh, it is, and you should check it out. I mean, it's, 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 it's in game preview right now. And the fact it's, it's, if you're in game, if you're a game pass member, you can download it and check it out. And if you have arachnophobia, there's a special mode where you can make things less spider like. Now, Alana, as somebody who has been to Australia, myself, where you're from, where every animal will kill you at its, <laughs> at its, at every chance it can, that must, that must be good news. Is that do you have arachnophobia, if I may? I do. Uh, spiders are my number one fear, to the okay. extent that I know that it's irrational. Like, I have trouble even being around them. Um, and people kept saying, like, if you're from Australia, how is this a problem for you? Because when I was playing Grounded, I was just so scared all sure. of the time. Um, and I was like, I left Australia for a reason. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. get away from this. But yeah, I didn't want to... Oh, go ahead. What I want to talk about is that's interesting, and I talked about this on one of the earlier shows, is that there was a lot of internal research our user research team worked with obsidian to help them understand and do a lot of research around arachnophobia and like what is it that makes people react negatively to spiders is it the multiple jointed arms and legs is it the sound is it the shape what is it um for me so it's there... the scutteriness i'm also scared of crabs for the exact same reason okay Don't, i'm not scared of dying i'm not scared of being bitten just right. anything that's scuttery like that yep don't want it. That, and um, that's that's absolutely one of the uh, one of the reasons or one of the things that that the research bore out. So, that, you know, you can go through and there's arachno arachnophobia mode, which will help minimize a lot of these things, these triggers. Yeah, which is a really smart idea because uh, I've said this before. Like I would have said this on podcast years ago that it drives me nuts that I love fantasy so much as a genre, but every fantasy game uses a spider as a villain. Uh, it's yeah. so common. Um, 
uh, Darksiders. I love that game. And there's this one boss fight that's a giant spider that I actually ended up having a friend do for me because it was stressing me out so much. Like I am right. terrified of spiders. Sure. It's not it's not cute. Uh, it's yeah. bad. Like I just hate them. But with Grounded, though it meant that I was perpetually terrified of this game, I actually have chosen not to use the uh, arachnophobia mode because I okay. feel like the fear plays into it being a survival game. Sure. I feel like me being yeah. terrified of what I'm seeing is to the game's benefit, but I love that that's a choice. And if I get overwhelmed at some point, because I feel like I did stop playing preemptively, I played for two hours and then was like, my, I feel like my heart rate is so high. Like I'm, you're getting so, stressed I have out. To stop. Yeah. And yeah. I was like screaming and like <laughs> just absolutely terrified. There was this one part where this wolf spider killed me because they are very strong in this game. Um, so I lost my backpack and I was trying to go back to it. And one of the spiders was like sort of to the side. So I, I like skirt around that spider, I get my backpack and I come walking back and I, again, I have to skirt around that same spider who's still just sitting in that same kind of area. And then I'm like, oh my God, I did it. I got past him. And then I start walking over a hill and another one is right there. And they're so big because you're so small that I just had to run and lost my backpack again. It was like, you know what? I'm just not even going to get my backpack. It's fine. It can stay. Spiders have it. Um, <laughs> but I, I really like survival games. I will play virtually all of them. So like I like the forest. I've been playing Seven Days to Die. Uh, it's a genre that is often pretty janky and full of bugs, um, but specifically is often very ugly. Grounded, beautiful. Uh, worth noting, plays in super ultra wide, which I uh, never get to experience. There's so few games that actually run on my monitor, <laughs> but I could. And it's, it's absolutely stunning. Played it on ultra on PC through uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC. And yeah, it's, it's a really pretty game that also takes this concept of survival games, which like Seven Days to Die is like gritty, ugly, has a bunch of scary zombies in it. And makes it about like ladybugs just walking yeah. around to sure if they attack you they're, they're gonna kill you but generally it's just like very very beautiful uh so it, it has the formula is certainly very similar to a lot of other survival games it belongs who, in that genre who are you playing as max pete willa or hoops do you remember i played as willa okay i'm playing yeah. as hoops i like yeah, hoops. I, I think i, am I like too. it I also like that the characters are voiced. Again, on a lot of survival games, you just spawn as a random avatar. But I like that there's these kids that exist. The story stuff I'm really interested in. Obviously, you know, they access you don't that get much. Of, yeah, you don't get much of that in the preview, right? It's like maybe an hour, maybe not yeah. even that much. But I thought it was really creative. Um, yeah. Obviously, Obsidian are fantastic at writing this stuff and fantastic at writing dialogue. You know, it's something that I have no yeah. doubt they will nail. Yeah. But I appreciated that it was there because a lot of these games, it's just the survival, whereas there is right. actually story content. Right. Uh, I'm really impressed with it and while i will mention that it it was very difficult for us to get into a match on pc uh we just had a lot of matchmaking issues basically or like things dropping out people are saying that issue doesn't exist on xbox no, um yep. of course it's early access it literally yep. says on the main screen there will be bugs this is early access i get that <laughs> right. uh, but still worth mentioning also it's free though so you know Why that's not? part of it Why yeah not? um i was really impressed i really liked it Good. but there is um, literally two hours of footage of me <laughs> screaming so Ah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Check it out. So, but yeah, <laughs> no we're, we're really excited to to your point. Um, like, we're really excited about the the progress of you know the fact that it's had a million million players in in two days. Is it's great. It's great. Did you guys expect that? You know, I don't know if they did expect it. I knew they were people were going to be excited about it, but we but this excited for 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 fighting bugs in the backyard. Who knew? Yeah. Huh? That's one of those cool accomplishments that I look at. Like, of course, we saw the Game Pass numbers out there being so high and celebrating that. But also, like, Sea of Thieves, I think something that came out and people were either on board or off board. But as we've seen that grow and progress to celebrate those big milestones is really cool as an Xbox community to see games like that flourish and feel a part of it, right? For me as an Xbox gamer, like, 
that's awesome. I got to play grounded at launch to see so many people else play that. Like that's a really cool feeling for me. Yeah. The other one I want to talk about, which is a little different is we've seen a lot of it this week is, is flight simulator, which is, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, I, you can't call it a game. It's a simulator. It says so in the title. Um, but that's also coming to game pass and, you know, people know it on PC and, uh, it, it is, this is one of those games that, you know, it, this has, I don't believe there's any games that have as, as storied of a history as Flight Simulator. They go back, it goes back. I think it, we're doing some research internally. We think it predates Windows at Microsoft. I mean, it goes back forever. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's extraordinary. So this is a game, and you look at this, and the technology that we're able to harness into through Azure and Bing Maps, and it comes all together in this amazing, amazing experience that, you know, you can put everything on easy mode and just fly around, or you can really sim it up. Like real yeah. time, like if I want to fly home to Australia from LA, it will actually, I can actually do that in real time. All the cities you, are real. It's, yeah. it's nuts. This is the first time I've ever been excited about this kind of simulator, but that game looks so, so, so good. It's, you're yeah, right. It's, you can, it is weird to call it a game. And you can fly around and find your, like I flew around and found what my first house I grew up in as a kid and <laughs> that kind of stuff. It's really just, it's fun to do. It's fun to do. I was going to yeah. say real quick to uh, the point of grounded. Um, I love seeing studios make, games that aren't like anything else they've ever made and yep. for obsidian grounded is that and it's so cool that that is is something that they've done in it and that it's already basically successful and you I could just... also say you could also say the same thing a little bit about i mean that's granted that's a new ip you could also say a little bit like around playground and fable right oh yeah that, that's not what you expected right so yeah. similar similar situation there mm-hmm I love that. Well, since we only have you for a little bit longer, let's look yeah. to the future. Of course, we do have a console launch on the horizon. You have been a part of, I believe, three console launches now. This will Larry? be my this will be well, this will be my third major console platform launch, yeah. So I know everybody's gonna want to ask the same question. When's the date? When's the date? But right now in my position, I want to ask you something that's special to me. You know, I share a lot of enthusiasm. I love to get hype and enjoy the awesome moments in life. And I know you as the you know, quote unquote, face and voice of Xbox got to share a lot of moments with these console launches. How are you? My question is a two-parter. How are you going to make this console launch special for not only yourself and the team, but how are you going to make it fun for the community? I know that we're living in a COVID world and we might not get to that point where we can go out and celebrate like we used to. What yeah. are you, Major Nelson, going to do to celebrate with you and the team? Normally you're around the world shaking hands. And then how are you going to celebrate with the fans? What are you going to do? Yeah, we're still planning that, um, Mike, because it's it's exactly right. Because things are changing, it feels weekly, um, and so we we're we've got a lot. We've got Plan A, Plan B, Plan C, Plan D, all the way down. Feels like all the way to Z, you know. So we're 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 trying to go through a different plans, but we we want that because people love those those moments that bring people together. Whether we're doing it at zero hour in two thousand five in the middle of the desert. Whether we're we're at Times Square for a launch like we did in twenty thirteen for for xbox you know it's it feels like we want to do something we just want to make sure that we're not we're being responsible mm. and we're going to have fun and we're going to be something that is inclusive as possible to everybody around the world so that's that's really our main focus right now uh so we don't have any i don't i wish i could tell you but we we just don't know we mm. just don't know we've got a couple of ideas but uh we just don't know yet i was still working for xbox when the xbox one came out uh, xbox australia and we right. had a guy dressed as master chief on a speedboat uh, deliver the first Xbox One underneath the Sydney Harbour Bridge, and it was super cool. But then we found out New I Zealand. I remember seeing pictures of that. It was great. Uh, but then New Zealand, who are the head of us in in time zone, 
we found out had someone um, dive into a shock tank and get the first Xbox for them out of that. We were like, wow, we didn't get a shock tank. Yeah, shock tank. Why? How could you not Damn. do that? Now we, now I don't even awesome. know how they did it. Now, when we launched the 360, Alana, did you join us on Bondi Beach when we did the balloon toss? Well, I would have been basically a little kid when the Xbox 360 came out. Um, and I lived Watch in it, Brisbane. You're make me feel old. Okay. <laughs> Bondi Beach being a good city. I was a little bit far away. Um, yes. So I was not involved in any any launch stuff for that, but that, they've always been cool. Uh, there's so yeah. much stuff that Xbox Australia has done that I've always found cool. You can get these Xbox pool floaties out there. They have Xbox onesies. That's where they the onesie these, originated. The onesie's yeah, so cool. They had these oil-free controllers that was like a joke about how you could eat chips. The PUBG. And, yeah, the PUBG ones. It's yeah, there's tons oh, of crazy cool stuff they've done. And yeah. the body wash. Heck yeah. yeah. What were yeah, you doing at the Xbox One launch, Larry? At what, the was Xbox that, what was that night for you? That was that we were doing. We were doing it in at, at the Best Buy. I believe we we're doing the Best Buy Theater in New York City, which is now I think the PlayStation Theater. There's funny stuff there. <laughs> um, and we were. It was just. It was a. It was a just a magical moment to be in the middle of all of that activity at the center of the world. We were doing media all that morning, and then hype, 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 hype. And it was. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I prefer the the kind of community up version of like zero hour when we were in the middle of the desert. Again, you were a little kid in Brisbane, but we were in the middle of the desert uh, north of California there. So I prefer those types of moments. I've always kind of gravitated because it's just fun to be with the community. I love that. I got one for you here, Major Nelson. How about this? One versus 100 returns opening night, launch day, you host it. That could bring everybody together. I would I would love that. I, 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 I would right absolutely that love that. I would love that. It's <laughs> one lovely idea, Mike. I'll, 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 go, I'll go pitch it. I uh, pitched that for me if you could, Major Nelson. I'll come. A lot, out of, people don't, a lot of people don't remember that show. Well, you know I what? Mean, we got a new generation, a new chance to make it something special. Yeah, I, 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 I loved it. We had a lot of fun. I did that show a couple times. It was a lot of fun. I love that. Well, let's talk about where we're ranking this launch right now, right? I know it's hard to compare apple to oranges. It hasn't time, happened yet. But how are you feeling coming uh -oh. into this? Where are we putting it? One, two, three. You know, four. Where, where, where are we feeling right now, Major Nelson? We're feeling great. I mean, we've got a great, we've got a great story. We've got a great lineup. We have. I'm feeling really good. I mean, Phil has done a great job. You know, with the organization, getting us where we are. I mean, go look at the earnings from just last quarter alone for Microsoft and show you some of the successes we have. I know that that's behind us, but that is really a nice indicator of their trajectory that we're on. So we've got a lot of really, uh, really cool stuff planned. I'm excited. I, I need to come back on. I'll just say that. Yes. <laughs> if you, I mean, I mean, I know you only have three boxes, so the one of you is not going to have to show up. No, we, we, <laughs> we can make Andy make a fourth box. It's no big deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's no way Alana, we can manage that many inputs. <laughs> I'll open it up to you, Alana, if you want to ask him before I get into user questions, if you have anything else for Major Nelson. Well, I, I mean, my questions, I always want to ask the hard ones. Um, so like, uh, I wanted to ask, like, what has been one of the most challenging things leading into the Xbox Series X? Or do you have anything that you're concerned about? Um, no, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, you alluded to it a little bit earlier about how this generation is wildly different. And the fact that we're, we're, we're talking about Xbox, the console, Xbox is now a lot of things to a lot of people. It's a console, it's Game Pass, it's xCloud. So it's just the challenging part is how do we make sure that we're telling that story and explaining what we're doing 
and what the benefit is to our members. That's that's really one of the most important things. And that's why it's wildly different because it's not just, sure, if we just wanted to sell a piece of plastic for you to, to play games on, we're, we can do that. We're doing that. But we're trying to be a little bit more forward thinking and look where things going to go in two, three, four, five, ten years. Yeah, and things, are, things are moving. So, yeah, things are things are moving so fast right now. Just the industry as a whole is is just. If you think about it, just seven years ago, it's just it's it's mind blowing. Anything else, Alana? I know you got the hard hitting questions. I'm the softy over on this panel. Come on, so Alana, you got, got nothing but easy there. ones. I know you do. <laughs> I mean, what I feel like is is getting the most criticism is Halo not looking next gen. Like if I were to. Um, yeah, recover anything that I've asked you about here. Obviously, you said, you know, it's 343's direction and you trust them. And, and frankly, so do I. But uh, I feel like like after talking to Gary last week, I, it, it did occur to me that leading with that game in that conference maybe hasn't given people a great idea of uh, this, uh, this Xbox Series X being the most powerful hardware on the market. Whereas if I remember correctly, uh, the Xbox One was Rise, which still looks beautiful, was sure. like one of those, you have like the game that's like that's the one that shows you how pretty it is what do you think well, is to your point everybody wants to be able to hold up screenshots and say look at this game it looks better than that game and it's it's this is a much more sophisticated and nuanced um approach this time because there's there's just so many there's so many components of it certainly graphical prowess is one of them but there's so many other elements i was basically going to ask and i think i think you're right again this is a different console war landscape to what we've ever had before. And I think that yep. it's taking the community a little while to realize that, that the industry is not focusing the same way. It's not going to be how many units has the PS5 sold versus the Xbox Series X. I feel like that's not even what the conversation is anymore. They're completely different right. platforms doing completely different things, which for me, as someone who is always going to have both, is really cool because I have these companies doing two very different things and yep. I get to experience both of those things. But I was going to say, what do you think the, the launch game is, is the one that, that graphically or technically is going to blow me away? Wow, uh, I can't confirm any of the launch titles. That's what you're asking me to back. You're, you're asking me to back in and confirm a launch title. I'm not going for the bait, gang. Uh, One day I'll get someone. It'll work uh, eventually. Yeah, I mean, I, I there's there's some good stuff coming. Some good stuff coming, he says. <laughs> I like that, Alana. I'll take that. I like that. Really, really quick, something that I was Barrett here, who who's running the show. Uh, Hi, Barrett. You, you were talking about like your three like major console launches and stuff. Uh, something I was wondering, uh, what was it like launching the Xbox One X? Like that mid this last generation was the first one where we saw like kind of this mid generation jump. Uh, like, were like how excited were you guys? Uh, like, did it? Obviously, it was different uh, compared to uh, previous generations, but like, how different yeah. did it feel? It felt it felt wildly different because um, you know we we were coming off of a, a different position in the market. So being able to launch this console, which we knew was a tr was the most powerful console of its time, and and right now it's still one of the most powerful. Con it's the most powerful console you can buy um, right today. So it's it it felt really good, and we feel really good about. It. We also feel really good about the approach we took in terms of like, hey, these these games you already have are now going to be available at a higher resolution to to harness the or the uh, you know better frame rates to ha harness the power of the Xbox uh, One X. So that's that we felt really good about that. So it's just launching it is one thing, but this oh, the, making sure again putting the gamers at the center and say, okay, I got this thing. How can I really unlock what I have in my in my catalog? So awesome. Well, let's round out the show with one user question coming in yes. because they want to talk achievements with you, Larry. And that's the sure. best part is talking about achievements and gamer score. So I'll bring up two fun achievements that people wanted to share with you 
And hopefully you can share with us one of your favorite achievements or gamer score moments. So coming in from Andrew, Two Fights, Two Furious, I have a couple achievements that I'm proud of. One is beating Halo 5 Legendary solo. It was a nightmare to pull off. The other yes. is finishing off Splinter Cell Blacklist on Perfectionist without killing anyone. Both were very hard for me as someone who doesn't consider themselves a good gamer, but were very satisfying when accomplished. Wait a and minute. I'm, you are a good game. If you finish yeah. those, I don't know. Dude, you're, you're selling whoever you are. You're selling yourself short. So, <laughs> Some words of encouragement from Major Nelson. There you go, yeah. Angie. You got to love it. And our final one from Benji Pop. The achievement I'm most proud of, of hands down, is the Seeker of Grand Adventure achievement in Sea of Thieves, which for those who don't know, is beating the original nine tall tales five times each. It's estimated to take a dedicated 50 to 60 hours to earn this single achievement. Results may vary depending on enemy pirate activity, and it only has unlocked a percentage of 0.2%. And I did it by myself in a sloop. None of my friends wanted to grind for the golden pirate skin, but boy, does it feel good to show off that golden skin every time we set sail. That's, you know, that's part of, you know, Rare did a great job with that universe. I mean, Sea of Thieves is nothing but fun, but that, my friend, that is an extraordinary, extra, that is, a, that is an achievement that I, I, I is unmatched. I, 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 I bow down to you. <laughs> oh, oh, nothing but love for Major Nelson. So we'll yeah. kick it over. Let's have Alana kick us off. Alana, do you have a favorite achievement or a gamer score moment that you love? My first thousand G was prototype. Uh, and I remember having a really fun time with that. Um, that's uh, Activision published, but it was just like a, a very fun game to do that stuff in. And right now I'm playing Minecraft for the millionth time, um, but I'm playing the Windows version, which means that I'm just conveniently getting another set of achievements for a game that I already know how to play, which I'm like super happy about. Uh, if I think about like one of the hardest ones that I've done, <laughs> you know what? It's Zoo Tycoon. When the Xbox One came out, uh, right. I played a lot of Zoo Tycoon. That's uh, right. I had Connect uh, functionality, which I actually really enjoyed. Massive Connect apologists. I like Connect. Uh, but there were these specific achievements for breeding certain animals. So I had to like breed a certain amount. So I became this crazy person who was like, why won't these animals have sex? And like putting them in the right environment <laughs> and like trying to make sure it was big enough and like make sure they aren't related. And you have to like do all this gamifying just to real, make these real animal husbandry. Pretty much. I didn't yeah. feel great about it, but I was so dedicated to getting the achievements in that game that I kind of became a monster. Uh, but I had a lot of fun with it. It was it very, very silly, uh, but very, very fun going through all that stuff for sure. Um, but And most recently, it was I tried to get, I didn't get all of them, but I, I tried to get most of the achievements in um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and that game is just so wonderful and, and becomes so fun so to good. explore, especially the more... Uh, abilities you unlock the easier it gets to navigate you can buy different things it'll tell you where everything is so that one was just a really fun game to get close to the 100 percent on like love yeah. that game how about you That's Mike? awesome oh for me uh you know what i've never seen myself as a big achievement hunter or gamer score guy i have had my xbox live account for 13 plus years now so i've accumulated a lot of gamer score but mm-hmm. actually recently i went on my first ever achievement hunt quest to get all of the achievements in 100 percent man eater from tripwire entertainment and Thanks. it was an absolute blast that shark tail was so that's much right, fun yeah, that's, that's fun that's a good and, game and it is a good time larry of like going through all the different biomes and seeing the different underwater worlds and you know eating all of the apex predators and for me it, it didn't feel like a chore it didn't feel like a hunt it just felt like man i enjoy this game and i finally got that joy of like 
So this is what it feels like for my friends who love achievements, who go out there and hunt those. Like, this is what it feels like. And I loved checking all the boxes, swimming around, eating as many fish and human beings as I could. That was a blast. Did you play that? What'd you say? Did you play it on launch or was it more recent? No, I played it on launch, yeah. So that is the first game ever uh, that would repeatedly hard crash my Xbox. Every time I would get to a certain point, hard crash. Uh, and then I would boot it back up and it would be like your system overheated, which it definitely didn't. Uh, this is also an issue on PlayStation um, that I guess was just something about the way that that game was was brought over to consoles. So I couldn't play more than 10 minutes. It all happened on a stream. I have a video up of it. It sucked. And I just keep hoping that it's been patched so I can go back and play it on my Xbox without like, it was just, I just got scared that my Xbox One X had <laughs> had hard crash because of the way something to do with that game is an issue for consoles, I guess. Um, so it, it crashed five times. And I was like, I don't want to risk this, but I really hope that it's been patched because, uh, yeah, it, I tried on PlayStation as well and had the same issue uh, as a backup. I was like, I can't, <laughs> I just couldn't play it. So hopefully that's been solved. But yeah, if you're not an achievement hunter, like I sort of am very lightly, Mike, and I feel like the way that I do it is a healthy way to do it is um, any game that I like. I just, if I want to spend more time in it, I look at the achievements list and then I go for the stuff that sounds yeah, fun. But if I don't want to do it, yeah. it's too hard. Don't do it. Don't do Fine. it. I love it. Major Nelson, what's your favorite achievement or gamer score? Uh, well, it's, it's one that I'm still chasing. It is Ooh. seriously 2.0. Uh, very <laughs> nice. Right? The, this, there, uh, go ahead. this is for those of you that don't know, it's Gears of War 2 and it's kill 100,000 enemies. And you do it in any mode, but it is... I think I'm close, but I just, it's that one is that, I just love that. That one was one of the earliest WTFs, right? One of the of ones that came up in the forums of everyone having yeah. no idea what to do. Uh, and yeah, I think yeah. Dead Rising pioneered that, right? Like Dead Rising yeah. did it first where you had to like swap the cars and, and there were strategies for like driving underneath the mall and going through yeah. to try to kill all the enemies. And like, yeah, I yeah, didn't do yeah. either of them, but that's a yeah. good one to get. Yeah, that's, that's the one. So there you go. I believe well, in you. Yeah, we Thank believe you. in you. you. Go do it. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Well, let's end our episode three with Major Nelson with a fun one. Of course, each and every episode, we like to share the community. We like to show off the awesome Xbox love that each and every one of you bring with our XCast Design Lab, highlighting one awesome Design Lab controller made by you, the best friends around the globe. And this one is a really special story. This one's actually really cute. And Barrett will bring up the photo for Major Nelson and Alana to see up on the screen along with all of our viewers out there. But if take you're a listening... Here is the story. This one's coming in from Kevin. He says, hey, Snowbike Mike and the XCast team. This is how I proposed to my wife. We are both big gamers. She's a huge fan of Red versus Blue and a fan of the Red team. So I customized the controller and engraved Marry Me with her gamer tag at the bottom. Put a ring on the right joystick. Keep up the great work with the XCast. Congratulations to both of you, Kevin and Ashley, on this awesome and unique proposal plan with an Xbox Design Lab controller. Major Nelson, I had to share an awesome story while you're here. I know you'd love that. That, that is good. My own, my only thing I would have changed differently is you got to put it on the left stick. So let's, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, really that cute. That's beautiful. Yeah. Lovely yeah. job. I love that. Shout so out to we, Red versus Blue. No yeah, doubt. I had to show that off. And the design is very clean, very minimal. I love yep. the blue. I love the red. I love the marry me Aloy on the bottom. He says that this was her gamer tag before Horizon Zero Dawn came out. He just had to show me <laughs> that. But uh, absolutely love that. Absolutely yeah. loves teaming up with Alana Pierce. And of course, you, Larry Herb, a.k.a. Major Nelson, for joining us on episode three of the Kind of Funny X-Cast. This concludes your tour for your Kind of Funny weekend. How was it, Cruise Director? 
Well, I got to tell you, Snowbike Bike and, uh, and and Alana, it was delightful. Uh, it was. I hope I hope to come back on again maybe later this year when we have got more news to talk about because I love love what you guys are doing. Um, I'm sad I wasn't able to be on with Gary, but you know he's got to take his vacation. Uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm glad I was able to to be part of the um the the family. So thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank Thanks you, for Larry. Joining us. Yeah. And- if you could do one favor, just make sure to tell Greg Miller to get us past our six-week pilot program and make this a, a staple in the kind of funny community. I think everybody will love continuing to talk Xbox. I I completely agree, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there and 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 pound him into submission because it's you guys are doing you guys are doing great work over here. So keep it up. Thank you. I love that. And with that, remember to power your dreams with Xbox here at the Kind of Funny Xcast. That has been episode three. Remember to like, share, subscribe, share it with everybody. This is halfway through our pilot program, so we need you, the best friends. You made this possible, and now we need you all to continue to keep those numbers up, continue to share, and engage with all of us. We love hearing your thoughts, your questions, and everything in between with Xbox. Thank you all so much for watching. We'll see you next week.